0: Let's dive into improving our state of being. I am thrilled to welcome back Sid McNary to the Minding Wellness podcast. Our history on this podcast with Sid and his wife, Liz. Goes way back to episode 19. This is episode 770. Seven, so they've been with us for quite a while, pretty much since the beginning, and we have interviewed them. This will be the fourth time with this being Sid alone. It has been quite the journey as we have followed them on their own journey on the Peace Across America tour, which started last May, in May of 2019. In this episode, we dig a little bit deeper into the process of walking in faith and surrendering to purpose as we learn how changes and pivots were made on this journey and what Sid has discovered is a relatively newly found, although always present, purpose in his own life and how he helps others and how he sees the rest of this tour continuing on. I hope that you're able to listen and see real life ways That maybe you can even start surrendering a bit in your own life enjoy all right happy new year to the fourth time guest sid mcnary he is uh solo today not with his wife liz but we are happy to have him on and uh so excited to get a an update on his peace across america tour thanks for being here again sid yeah it's
1: awesome to return and see the progress that we've made over over these last eight months.
0: Yeah I love that we're able to follow it and chat with you and that's just the benefit of technology these days. We don't have to wait for you to come back and and uh, wait for all the updates on the back end. So yeah I know you've had a lot of exciting things going on so we will dive into that. Um, uh, For those who have not listened to his previous episodes this is actually his fourth so you're welcome to check back in through those and get kind of a Sort of a back end update if you have not already on on what Sid has been up to as he does his piece across America Tour. But let's go ahead and just start since we're seasonally in the new year with what your thoughts are on sort of the newness of the year, the newness of the decade, what your thoughts are on resolutions. Kind of just to give us your insights into that.
1: Awesome. Uh, I'd have to start with just the thought that we are in a kind of a well obviously a new decade and from my view we're in a space that's about shifting and understanding how we are creating within our own minds and which leads into you know people set resolutions and all those things and often people fall off well this is the time to become more conscious uh and see where exactly your your mind is is playing in a pattern and and to continue to move forward into your own dreams and everybody can come into a place that that opens up to their dreams and i know sometimes people think oh well everyone can't have everything they want because we wouldn't have enough and that's really not true uh there's something like 36 billion acres of land on the earth and there's only seven billion people and if we just did the math on just land alone when it seems uh, you know we have homeless land alone we could build houses on on multiple acres for people and everyone would be taken care of so there's so so much that we can come together and I think that's you know kind of this year is uh, is the year of collaboration and how to help people and stand in a bigger way as one race, the human race. Uh,
0: Yes. A lot of words stuck out to me in that, um, being more conscious, uh, the collaboration and yeah, having a mindset of abundance. And, and I think that society kind of pushes this idea of scarcity and then that leads to us having a fear mindset and, um, and then it leads to us thinking we have to hurry and get whatever we need to get because somebody else is going to get it. And so I love just those reminders about the, the actual truth, because those are a lot of just stories that we tell ourselves. So give us a, yeah. uh, an update of where you're at with the Peace Across America tour. I know, um, and actually maybe just a timeline, because I actually have lost track of when it started just date-wise. <laughs> so let's sort have of a timeline of when this started again and uh, kind of what's transpired and what's shifted.
1: So we, we you know, we let go of everything and sold everything in our house and packed things up and hit the road. And that was actually May third. I remember precisely because we had to be actually it was May second because we had to be here in Santa Rosa, Florida for teacher training on May third. So it was it was uh, an instant time marker. And from there we've been up and down the east coast, we've headed west, we uh, and continue to move forward, we've gone nineteen thousand miles in eight months. Wow, yeah, so uh, so where we are now is is really just beginning to see where are we are going to lay our next set of roots you know we We opened the retreat center in the Dominican Republic uh, and then we came back to the states and continued to move around here, and so we have that. And then we're also, uh, we just negotiated a contract to take over here in Santa Rosa Beach and and open a wellness center that uh, allows people to come through what we, what we found was as we moved around and, you know, we were kind of looking for where's it gonna be the next foundation for us to build from. And we found that everywhere we went, whether it was Houston or, new orleans or up north and connecticut or boston and all different places we've gone we've we noticed that lots of people come to this uh emerald coast to recharge and so we began to meet people that we would see or either they'd say we'll be down soon because they had a house here on the emerald coast and stop in and see you and so that led to an unfolding for us in a big way of a natural without trying to find our place of where we want to lay our heads and where we can recharge But you know initially it wasn't we weren't going to get back into opening a center and this just kept unfolding and so we've done many events here and people continue to come from all over the world
0: I love the surrendered piece to that because that's obviously a big focus for me this year and was in the past year. And, you know, I love that you didn't keep a very strict vision of how this had to go, that you guys kind of literally just hit the road, had an idea of what your year plus would look like. But then you also were extremely open to what led you to any singular place or changed your plans or pivoted your plans completely so I love that that kind of all happened in a very organic way and it wasn't that you had dictated it that way so that's really great what um what would you say as you have you know continued on with this tour and now we're I mean you're almost close to a year which is pretty amazing I I had May in mind but I never I'm never really good with dates so I didn't want to say that and be wrong so I'm (laughs) glad that I at least I'm at least my memories in check so that's good um So what would you say have been maybe some of the more outside of the fact that you're settling down somewhere you didn't necessarily think you were going to, but what would be some of the more sort of surprising or unexpected things that have happened?
1: Well, many people don't know this, but I've helped people shift from many different disorders that they've experienced, whether it's it's mental health or, uh, you know, cancer or HIV or, some major things that people face, and whether you know, I just got a call today, a lady with their husband or with their son who's having uh, addiction problems and and Crohn's disease and different things. So, what happened as we moved around for whatever reason inside of my own body? And Liz, Liz has her experience because it was different than mine, but inside of my own body, I began to notice instantly how letting go of everything shifted the energy in my body and it was almost all be, began to buzz whenever i would get near somebody that i could help their energy raise up and so we began to get calls you know we got a call to come see a kid uh down at Cocoa beach florida uh, who was in a wheelchair and so we went down and went out of out of our way because we weren't ever planning on going down there at that time and, and so we began to get calls like that where we'd i'd go and and meet with someone and and help them shift their vibration and and that began to really open up to a point that we're now doing large group healing sessions and, and uh small group sessions so that we can meet with people and, and help them lift their vibration and shift from whatever they've been going through. And So that's been probably the biggest shift for me because, one, I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't really, I was a yogi. I was looking to go around and teach yoga and meditation. And, and so that that gift opening up of having energy moved through my hands that lifts people in, in a new height. Has been big for me. I've never really called myself anything, whether it's a yogi. uh, Definitely haven't called myself a guru, or or even in this case, calling myself a healer. I've never wanted to lock myself into something because that's very limiting for my own mindset. Right? Like the universe is really big, and and if I lock myself into my mind then that's a limited perspective. And so to have this unfold and and to see it continue to unfold and then even in the as it aligns for a foundation to build here, it's all coming together from a design standpoint that is outside of myself, you know, that comes from a divine higher calling or higher uh being that's moving and allowing and using us as we move around to create this space on the earth.
0: Okay, so this is really fascinating to me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into some questions that I uh, would assume some of my listeners would have, but I at least know that I have. So I'm guessing at least another person would have them, so we can we can understand this better. Because I really do love the concept of not locking ourselves into titles. In fact, whenever I am having to introduce myself, I I actually kind of loathe it. Like I hate to say I am this or I am that, um, because I agree with you. I think it does limit what we actually all are so i love that this has happened organically so to clarify healing type of work is not something that has been on your mind has a, has been a vision for yourself maybe have you even ever really had the opportunity to do before like was this not something that happened before but it has opened up the, the, has opened the doors now during this tour is that correct
1: well actually during the tour I had said I wouldn't do it. And the reason why I had gotten to a point of saying, no, not doing it. When I used to help people, I would pull whatever that was into my body. And so it would become debilitating because some of those things are are heavier than what I was ready to deal with. I mean, even ending 2016, the last 10 days Brett couldn't get out of bed because every muscle in my body was going through atrophy and so uh, so when we went on the road it was like okay we're going to go share and we're just going to get and it's going to give me a chance to get free so i had actually turned it off because i had i had helped people before like i said it was just was too heavy on me and then i've met we've met so many people on the road uh, and one has said, hey, I'm, I want to be your teacher because I've done what you're, what you're meant to do. And, and so as he, he passed that gift, he uh, actually taught me how to not take it on. And so that allowed me space to, to move with people and help people without me being crushed in the process. So then as that entered into my body, it was easier for me to open up and share that. So it, it wasn't something that just spontaneously happened. I mean, I can remember helping people with headaches when I was a kid or uh, helping my uncle on Thanksgiving when his back was hurting and things like that. So it was something that I could do. It just wasn't something I was necessarily pursuing as, as something to bring into the world.
0: Okay so it was a recognized and identified um I wouldn't say skill but um you know characteristic you felt like you had and you didn't necessarily continue harnessing or encouraging it because of some of the previous experiences of it being a little bit debilitating for you you had a coach who kind of helped you learn how to handle that piece and so you've opened that door now talk us through for those of us you know who might be listening who are thinking like you know, all we know is we go to school, we get a degree, and that's our skill. For those of us who maybe aren't as familiar with something that is an internal knowing, you know, where it doesn't result in a, you know, come from a didactic educational epidemic degree, tell us how, how the knowing came about. Like, take us through how you knew that you had, you talked a little bit about the buzzing energy. Talk to us a little bit about that piece, because some of us aren't as familiar with Having a um, you know gift that that requires us to know and tap into it and, and understand it without somebody else telling us we have it
1: right well first I'd say we all have a gift I mean we're all put on this earth with a different energy within ourselves to share with the world. I mean every being has a different iris, so if nothing else, we have that in common that we are all different and When I look at the differences of species, and we'll just take trees for example, uh, trees in an orchard, there may be orange trees that bear fruit of oranges and apples and uh, nuts and all different types of things, right? So they're all designed to do something different and something that can help other species on the planet. And so that's, I've always had that awareness that there was something within me as it is inside of everybody else. There was some gift that that would make me different from someone else. It doesn't mean that no one else can do this, but it it does mean that this is my design, right? I've been I am the apple tree that has hands that touch other people. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so that I think is an awareness that in our society we aren't taught. Because we're taught that we're taught about the people that tap into that for themselves, but yet we're not necessarily told or or shown where it opens up for us. And if it's outside of the box, a lot of times they'll say that someone needs help. Like if someone sees spirits all the time and can be a medium to communicate on that level, sometimes they're put into a facility and, and told that that's not okay. Or if they're a little kid, no, that's, let's, let's get you to the priest and have you exercised or uh, different things of that nature. And so I think that's important for people to just open up to. You are different no matter who you are. You, there's, and you can just look in your own eye or look into eyes of others and know that you are different and so there's something that's meant to progress through each and every one of us to reach our highest in this life
0: i really love that um i think that it's so important that we have these conversations because i think in our society you're right we 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 if something like that comes up and we start discussing it it's usually you know some sort of a uh, a bad thing or you know it needs to be exercised i think that that's all all definitely the case. So I, I like that we're having a conversation about something that is not necessarily tangible, um, but is inherent in all of us. And some of us just are more open to exploring that and being curious about it and being open to it. And so I love that you are, so that you can share your journey with us and hopes that maybe somebody listening can then begin to tap into their own gift. So, um, okay. So, so talk to us a little bit about what you are sort of feeling internally and knowing—how does this knowing come about for you in realizing and exploring this gift? So you talked a little bit about the buzz, and tell us a little about how what your body is feeling and how you're knowing that this is something that you are able to do to help the collective and common good.
1: So I've, I've been meditating since I was eight years old, and and that has been somewhat my saving grace it really is um even in the years of of all the years of being on a yoga mat sitting has been in and out of my life to sit in a a state of meditation and so when it comes to an internal watching that connection i have through my meditation gives me the stillness to observe what's going on whether it's in my feet my legs, my upper body, my mind, how my mind is moving, has always been a big part of, of just my own makeup. And so that has given me the space to see and feel the growth of the energy in my body and how at certain times it turns on in a bigger yeah. way than others. And often thats I'm sitting now and I'm like, all right, well, why did my hands just turn on? Who is meant to be fed from this energy? And I'll ask, you know, God, give me a sign. Like, next thing you know, like we were in Jacksonville and and we're sitting in a row of people for breakfast. And before the one couple gets up, they stand up and then they start talking to the table next to them about their cancer battles. And I'm eating, and so I'm like, uh, you know, okay, God, uh, for some reason you decided to have these people speak. Give me a sign that I'm supposed to go over there. So I just keep eating because I'm like, it's not something I actually want to do all the time. You know, so uh, eventually the the one lady said, I just wish I had help to understand and so I can move forward in my thoughts. And then I was like, oh, okay. So I finish that bite and I get up and I go sit with them for the next hour. And, and we just talk. And uh, and the guy and my hands started buzzing when the one guy was about to leave. So I said, look, you know, I don't know you. You don't know me. And for whatever reason, we've been put in this place. And he said, can you move energy through my body? And I was like, okay uh that's different too so that seems like a good enough sign so then i put my hands on the way i do and 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 i could feel his posture shift and then it was like okay it's really great to meet you thank you for calling me forward because that's that's kind of how it's happened for me people have literally got on the phone uh or been in a moment like that and it's called me forward to accept who I am because it's 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 been tough at times to actually sit and say all right this is what I can do and I'm not sure it's going to be received or not and so it, it takes a lot of faith I'll say that it's taken a lot of faith to move through my life in the first place but this has been another level of of me surrendering like you said and tapping into my own faith and, and trusting the process.
0: I really there's so many pieces here and I think that like for you know for somebody who's been on a spiritual journey for a while some of the pieces that I think are important might seem very elementary to somebody who's very well versed in the spiritual journey but I'm going to point out just a few things because I know even on my own journey which has been much shorter than yours I I'm you know I'm hearing things that I don't think a lot of people are are um maybe as accustomed to or used to and you know one is just sitting and and being quiet and being able to tap into even just what's going on i mean that's a foreign concept for a lot of people it was for myself um, you know speaking not just for others but for myself as well that giving ourselves the time to do that is not something that a lot of us do and so that was sort of your first step is to tune into yourself your body your feelings and then having the openness and surrendering to say you know, give me the sign, which I've honestly, that's a sort of more of a recent shift for me too, is to, is to ask for those signs and then to be open to seeing them because um, that's another step that I think a lot of people aren't used to doing is to have faith that the signs will come when you ask. And then to be, present and not distracted. So had you had been, you know, on your phone or on social media, you know, you would have missed even if you asked for the sign and the universe gave it to you and God gave it to you, you wouldn't have noticed it because you would have been distracted. So there's so many pieces here that have to be in place for for the receiving. And so I just kind of wanted to point those out for the listeners because this might be it might be a new concept. I'm not sure, you know, everybody's in a different place in their journeys. But okay, so you and your in your openness and so, you know, I, that takes a lot because honestly, I, I would have a hard time um, walking up to somebody even with a strong feeling of this is what I'm supposed to do and I've asked for the sign, you've given it to me and now I have to take action, right? Because then that's the last step. You've got to actually act on it. I would have had a hard time with that, honestly, to walk up to a stranger and not be sure how it was going to be received, but you had that level of faith. so. So once you kind of, do you feel like once you've done that, you know, one time, two times, it's, it, has it become now more of a, I would say maybe habit or a commonplace uh, event for you to, to ask for the sign, listen, hear it, and then act upon it? Does that become easier with time?
1: Uh, it it has shifted a bit. And I'd still say like that experience of walking up to some strangers who are talking still is uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like it's still a, a tougher place for me to just say, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to go with just faith that this is what I'm supposed to do. Uh, so that, that has been different. I I had one other experience, uh, where God was just playing a song and it was this beautiful voice and that and it was a little more jovial uh, of, a, of an experience. So I walked up to him and, and said, uh, they were in a meeting, there was three guys in a coffee shop. And I walked up and said, Hey, I, I heard this voice on as he was playing the song to them. And I'd love to, you know, uh, know who that is. Cause I'd love to someday either pick up the song or, uh, I'm also a singer. I'd love to, who knows, maybe someday we'll sing together. Cause her voice was just amazing. And, uh, and he says, well, first of all, that is really bold of you. It was three older, three older mm-hmm. white guys. And it's really bold of you. Not too many people will walk up and, and just start to insert themselves into someone else's conversation. And he said, so who are you? And I said, well, I told him about our tour and uh, that I was on the road, with my wife and the different things I've done. And and I said, you know, I'm I'm not trying to take up your conversation. I just really wanted to uh, know who the singer was. And he said, well, it's my granddaughter. I'm about to sign her to a record contract. And I, and he said, so he said, so right now, something's telling me I need to talk to you. How long are you going to be here? And I said, we'll be here for a couple hours. We got some work to do. He said, well, I'm going to, when I finish this meeting, I'm going to come over and talk to you. And, and, uh, and I was like, okay. So then he goes into his meeting, he finishes, he comes and talks to us. Next thing you know, as we're having this conversation, it's like I'm talking to myself. He's talking about shifting operating systems. And he's using the language that I use when I'm working with people and, and helping them see that there's a different way. And finally, long story short, we go out to the car and, and I play my music. He plays music. He tells me how he would shift this, that, and the other. Next thing you know, he invites us to his house. I'm meeting with someone who plays, played for Bob Marley as a guitarist back in the day. And, and now we've worked on a song and, and the guy is actually having a documentary made on him, on his connection to God. Wow. And so we've had unbelievable talks and that have shifted my life. And, and so for me, what's becoming easier about reaching into a conversation with somebody is everybody is different. They all, if we all, if we can all kind of intermingle and feel out and understand, and the energy will come within us and then we reach our fullest potential. At least that's how I see it. And so, that's how it's becoming easier is because as I do it, I'm seeing the effect.
0: Mm. So powerful because I think so many of us are, are caught in the societal encouragement to be separate, you know, and to, to prove who we are separate from the next person and to just open up and see that we're not separate and the benefits that can come from the collective of humanity and connecting with other people. It's it's really powerful and those stories are are very powerful, so I'm glad that you shared those because I think it encourages us, and I actually, for my mastermind, have cut out social media, and I have noticed even just in the short amount of time, where I'm like on you know, day two or three, whatever day I'm on, and just in that time of cutting out the distractions, it, it's amazing what I have heard around me, seen around, me, you know, just the observations that I have been just been missing because I've been completely tuned out. So um, I think, you know, the lesson here is to, is to start tuning in and um, you know, these stories are, are definitely highlighting that. Okay. As we um, sort of not necessarily wrap up right this second, but before we wrap up, I want to make sure we get in a story of a transformation. So we're talking about your your exploration into this healing piece that has sort of arisen for you as something that you should um, maybe focus on or, or do more of. Can you give us an example of um, maybe the Cocoa Beach story or another story of of what has occurred? So just from, from you know, inception of knowing that there is a, a door open that you should maybe enter or explore and then what has occurred from the healing end.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we do these, it came to me that I wanted to, for the last, we stayed in, in Santa Rosa Beach for uh, six weeks. We decided we needed a break. Uh, and so we, we packed, ended up renting this tiny house, literally tiny house, and uh, and stayed. And, and so as we got through a couple of weeks, I was like, you know what, I, I just want to give before we leave. So we set up these free healing sessions. It's like, you know, what do you got to lose? So people came with all different types of things. I mean, and after I met with uh, the guy I was talking about, uh, he, he at one point said, you know, when God comes through me like this and speaks, the person I'm talking to, their lives change instantly. And I was like, okay, he said, so you should probably set up some type of event and just see what happens." So, So we set up this free healing event and close to 50 people showed up. And so we start, I, you know, we talk, I had someone interview me so that questions that could be asked would be asked that I wasn't aware that people may have about this before we started this healing. And people started writing testimonials on their own or not even writing them. They, they started recording them. And so, and then they would tag me on the recording. So I'd contact and like, Hey, do you mind if I post that? Uh, because I've never had anybody just freely start sharing testimonials. And one of them was a young lady that had been through uh, a couple different traumas, but one of them was that she was, uh, held down by her throat as she was getting robbed and and I could see the energy come out of my hand as I put my hand towards her upper top side of her heart because that's kind of where your soul is housed and I could see almost like uh watching fog lift from her body and then she so that's what caused her to go share about this and and uh and someone else came and And because of what she went through with the tingling in her body and she was like, I'm just zinging that she went home and, and, uh, talked to her husband. Next thing you know, he comes, uh, the following week and he was suffering from Crohn's disease. He hadn't been out of his house in three weeks and now he's up and fishing and going out and doing yoga and doing all these different things and, and wants these things to open for him that he knows, were from his PTSD, like the Crohn's, he he's related that to his PTSD of serving in Afghanistan. So I've seen some things that are just mind blowing to me. Because as I do this, I don't know what's gonna happen for someone. I don't I don't know if they're gonna receive it or if they're gonna reject it, if they're going to um get scared of it and push it away and then go and and do whatever from there. And and so that's been an amazing uh, vantage point for me and, and to see and be in awe of what's happening. Uh, I, I just feel very blessed. And, and I heard it recently from Steve Harvey and it made so much sense. He said, those who are blessed are blessed to share their blessings. And, and so that's how I feel like I've, I've been so blessed to open up to this and and sharing it is the only way or it actually would probably consume me in some way. and So that's been the biggest like to see those kind of things, to see uh, the young man as we went down to Cocoa Beach uh, and we're still trying, working with him to hold that space. But when we went down there and he was in a wheelchair and he's been in a wheelchair for years, he was able to stand up with someone holding their hand and so, uh, and he's still got work to do. So I'm not having everybody go chase him down and see how he looked and, and all those things. But to know that we have pictures of him standing is incredible. And, and I'll never, it doesn't matter what anybody says. I've seen it. Fortunately, Liz is with me, has been now for 19,000 miles, 24 hours, seven mm-hmm. days a week. Uh and so I have somebody to talk to that witnesses this. So it's not just in my head. Uh, so it's been pretty incredible. I mean, we, and now that we're back here again, we're going to do the same thing. And, and people will come over the next couple of weeks before we head out to Maryland for a documentary with the basketball team. And uh, even, even there, this this was before we left when I was working with Polly basketball and I, and one of the superstar players, his knee, his knee was hurt. And so I told coach, I said, look, you know, if he wants this done, let him know we can, we can shift his knee so it doesn't bother him anymore. And since then, when I went, we were just back up there for Christmas because we went to see our family. And I, and I was talking to the team about, all right, let's lock in and, and get this going. Cause they have a, historical chance as a team because they're that good. And uh, and I said, Justin, tell them what happened for you. And he said, hey, my knee, you guys knew what my knee was, but no one ever asked me how it was shifted. I no longer have knee pains because of coach. And so the, it just feels great to be able to help people find, stand in their own gifts from my gift.
0: Mm. Standing in your own gifts. I think this is um, such a powerful episode to highlight your journey and then for people who are listening to start to encourage them to at least be a little bit more open to what theirs might be and what they can stand in. So thank you so much that honestly, I could talk about this forever. I could ask you a lot more questions than I would if I didn't have (laughs) um, another interview coming up, but I so appreciate you taking the time to share and update us on your journey if people who are listening who want to contact you or follow you maybe they hadn't listened before or weren't following you where should they go how should they connect with you
1: yeah well first i want to say thank you for uh having me on here for four times and thank god that i'm interesting enough to be on <laughs> <laughs> and uh and people can contact us you know the easiest way is to go to uh our website, its you can just use my name as the easiest way, because there's a lot of different ways to get to the same thing, but it's Sid, S-I-D, McNary.com. so So S-I-D, M-S-I-D, N-A-I-R-Y.com. Uh, find all our events and, and different things that we're doing and, and uh, you know, what's up and coming and, and all of those things. And yeah, for sure.
0: Thank you so much, Sid. I really appreciate. I loved this update, and I love that you know I've talked to you now. This is the fourth time, and this was not a topic on the others. So I know how this has come about very organically because this was not something you didn't say in the first, you know, the first recording. This is what I envision us doing. So I love how this has just transpired, and that I've I've been able to watch and listen to this journey. So thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. Standing in your own gifts, I feel like that's my biggest takeaway. Aside from the obvious of surrendering as well, as I talk about that quite a bit on this podcast and in other areas of my business and professional career, I really love the concept of tapping in to the gifts that we have been blessed with for the purpose of helping others and although my previous self say five or ten years ago would have met this concept with extreme skepticism and i acknowledge if some of you are also meeting this topic with a similar sense of skepticism i think that we would all benefit from opening our minds to ways in which the goodness of humanity and the blessings that we've been bestowed are helping and contributing to the collective good and looking at the potential for us to do something similar, maybe in a different capacity, maybe in a different way or in a different area of the world, maybe on a smaller scale, maybe on a bigger scale, but just acknowledging the fact that there may be potential for us to make an impact in ways that we would have never imagined or have never given ourselves the opportunity to explore. So those are my takeaways. I hope that you found value in this episode. I encourage you to follow Sid and his wife and their journey as they continue on their Peace Across America tour. I'll see you here again next time.